The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Are you ready to get LinkedIn? We're rocking the world with LinkedIn. One show at a time. Join your fearless leaders, Mike and Lori, as they reveal insider secrets, chat with other LinkedIn gurus, and answer your LinkedIn questions. For those about to get LinkedIn, we salute you. This is your chance to get inspired and use LinkedIn to help you rock the world too. Now, it's time to crank it up to 11 for your hosts, Mike and Lori. Mike O'Neill, it is time for Rockin' the World with LinkedIn. I'm ready to rock. I am ready to rock as well. I am so excited about today's uh, interview with Lynn Schwartow, who is the chairman of Mobile Active Defense. He's brilliant in privacy and security, has been around for a long time, and we will get to that in just a couple of minutes. But first, we have a tip of the day. Well, you know, we do a lot of stuff with LinkedIn groups, Lori. We do. I was out in all 50 of my groups updating settings, and I periodically go back through. And we're sending a message out about our Rock the World 2 book. And where there used to be discussions tabs and then a jobs tab, remember you could move stuff back and forth? Right. There's a promotions tab now, and there's no jobs tab. It's, it's promotions. They're, they're trying to instill the business side of it above the recruiting side in this particular case. Well, you know, we always tell a lot of people, we tell recruiters and we tell job seekers, if you're out there, you're actively recruiting or you're actively looking for a job, you need to join the, the groups where recruiters hang out. And so I think as, as they can, as, what's the word I'm looking for? As they get together in those other groups, now there's more room for business to happen in the business groups. Well, I'll t- I did a little sample yesterday. Okay. And I sampled 10 LinkedIn groups, and only one of the groups had anything in the promotions tab. So this is really, and people don't know it's there. So if you're running a LinkedIn group or you have friends who do, pass this on. There's a new tab there, and you can basically own all the real estate right now because there's nothing there. That's pretty good. It is fun. You know, that's a good tip. Let me let me buy, go a step beyond the tip that you just gave people and tell people you should look at your LinkedIn profile and the LinkedIn environment at least once a month and just kind of poke around and see if you notice anything new. Because if you do, you're going to be the first to notice it and you're going to be able to take advantage of it, first mover's advantage. So do you go to the calendar and set your curiosity day and just block off a couple hours and go poke around and see what's out there? Maybe you do. You know, football season's coming up and I like to do my LinkedIn stuff and my Facebook stuff, the project-oriented stuff. On Sundays. Well, on Sundays, well, football games. Or Monday night football. Or Monday nights. So, hey, we're in that season now. So that's our little tip, uh, our, our rock and roll sports and get it going tip on what to do. Because when Wynn comes up, I'm going to let you, we're not going to talk a lot about music with Wynn, but Wynn has got a lot of really cool background in old music. I don't, when I say old, I mean old classic rock stuff from the 70s. He does, and he does rock with us. 
So there's one more question I wanted to ask you before we take the break. Um, a lot of people have asked us over the years, how do I identify a fake LinkedIn profile? I had to go delete a thousand people from my network in the last couple months or so right. to make room for more people because I'm full. Yes. I'm at 30,000. I'm at 29.5. Um, so generally speaking, I, I know the low-hanging fruit, and that is if someone's first name is A and their last name is B, if they have a single digit for a first name and a single digit for a last name, don't even bother checking. Right. Ding, 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 ding. Here's the cool part. They appear at the top. So when you're removing connections, you bring up your contacts, mm -hmm. and there's your list, and in the upper right corner is this little remove contacts button. I've gotten kind of familiar with it. Yeah, you have gotten very familiar with it. You know, a, another thing that you can do um, is to, again, be aware. Today, you know, today's show really seems to be about privacy and awareness and way. security. And what happened uh, uh, probably about a year ago now one of several, but we got one phone call, but then all of a sudden we started getting a flood of phone calls and emails and stuff from people who said, hey, I'm getting LinkedIn invitations from a bunch of people. All of their names are in all caps. They all went to different schools, but they have the same degree. They all worked at different jobs, but they had the same title and the same description. And it, it was really yeah. suspicious. It was, it was fishing. It was. So here's what they want. They want you to connect with them. Mm -hmm. That gives them your email address, and then they go do whatever funny things people do with those email addresses. That's what they do. Okay. So fortunately, the damage is already done if I've connected to them. So go purge these first first digit, last digit kind of people out of there. Right. They appear at the top. So when I'm removing connections, they're the first ones you see. You don't have to. They're not buried in the middle. They're up at the top. They're easy to find. They are. Now, a word of caution: don't go too far the other way. Either because if somebody does like protect their privacy on LinkedIn, they protect their profile so you can't see their name until you connect to them. It, just because you can't see their name doesn't mean that they're a fake profile. Yeah. So this is when you're looking at a profile. This is how you can tell. Mm -hmm. okay. They're never going to have a picture. Okay. okay. They have very little, almost no information. They're not going to take time to put stuff in there. They just want your email address. Right. And the second second part is. That they're going to have a lot of groups that they belong to. Right. If you don't have squat in your profile and you belong to 50 groups, and something's got, fishy. They are not going to be helping me. And then you've got 500 plus groups. So great. Well, that's great information. So let's, I'm so excited about talking to Wayne. Let's take a quick break and then we can um, bring on Wynn, who again is the chairman of the Mobile Active Defense, Wynn Schwartel. Um, he's got an interesting, interesting spelling of his name. I'm not going to try and do it here. Nope. So it'll be on the on the show screen, and we'll be right back. Time to thank the sponsors that help keep us stay linked in to you. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return. Hey, Joel, come here, and I want you to hear something. That's my ka-ching button, and it's the universal sound of success. Sounds good, doesn't it? How would you like to hear that ka-ching sound all the time? In my new book, Ka-ching, How to Run an Online Business That Pays and Pays, I lay out a strategy and a plan for you to create your own online success. Get your copy today at kachingbook.com and I'll give you a ka-ching button for free. All the details are there at kachingbook.com. That's K-A-C-H-I-N-G book.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan. 
talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know they're SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. The Joel Com Show, Wednesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Mike and Lori are back as they rock the world with LinkedIn, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Rock the world, Lori. Rock the world again, Mike. So we are rocking the world today with privacy and security expert, Wynn Schwartzow. You know, a lot of times we're dealing with like marketing issues and sales issues and, and, and things that bring money in the door. Right. But there is another side over here that, that has to do with being a good citizen because we work for an organization and then there are things that can happen, right? Exactly. So when we are really excited to have you on because you know a lot of people, privacy and Facebook seem to be the big topics of the day, but people are concerned about privacy, but then you get out on LinkedIn and you get out online and you have to give up some privacy in order to participate. So helping people find a balance. Well, I don't think I give up much privacy on Facebook or on LinkedIn. Um, I've got my birthday set that I was born in 1909. I remember you telling me that, and I asked you why, and you said it's because... I said because that way I don't fit any of the age marketing demographic profiles when they do fish farming on the websites. Because nobody wants to market to a 101-year-old man? Apparently not, because I get very, very little of that garbage. And I get very little harassment on um, any of my social networking presences. That's right. So I know I, I, I have a I let out very very little information. Uh, stick to business issues and do not post that I'm going to be leaving the country for three weeks. Please come rob me. <laughs> when when I have to ask you a question, I just have to just just bursting out of me. What kind of targeted ads does a 101-year-old man get? Uh, that's called the post-Viagra generation. <laughs> I, I don't know that I want to see that side of life. <laughs> I, I, I just can't imagine. You know, well, they, they target that stuff so well that uh, if, you're, if, you're, if you're beyond, I just kind of wonder what the uh, none of the above fits. Yeah. 
Now, now on your LinkedIn profile, when you do have that you're married and, and for the people that are connected to you, we can see your phone number and, and things like that. So that's good because for, it doesn't stop business from coming in the door. You're not, you know, you're, you're an expert in this field, but you're not paranoid either. Well, the, the, there is, a, as you said, a, a reasonable balance. Uh, my business phone is there. Yeah, I'm married. Uh, my wife's name is public. But there is very little personal detail on you. Get an email. You get basic contact information, and kind of here is what I'm doing. And if you care, give me a call. I, I don't turn it into this massive ego fest. Uh, I, I don't really push and uh, proselytize a bunch on these sites. It's more of a for me a connecting with people than a than a vanity press. And a lot of people treat it as. This is their only vanity. This is their only Andy Warhol fame. And I just don't think that's an appropriate use of these sites. I think it may have an impact. So Facebook changes their policies so much. I mean, we we want to keep the show focused on LinkedIn, but a lot of LinkedIn users are saying, well, I'm kind of on Facebook, but I'm not quite sure what to do with it. And one of the questions to a person everybody asks me is, how do I keep, my business and my professional life on Facebook separate? Well, th- there's a couple of answers to that. Number one, you can have two separate accounts. And you have one Facebook account that's your business. And, uh, for example, Mobile Active Defense, uh, one of my business endeavors, it has its own Facebook account. I link over to it, and we talk about business issues there. But I have very little of that on my personal account. So having more than one account is uh, very desirous. When you're doing a business account, you have a decision to make. How much more of the quote-unquote private business information are you going to let out there? And typically, business information is much more public, and you want it to be out there more. So from an administrative side, the user has to determine, I'm gonna, I only want A, B, C coming out about my private life, but I'll take A through Z and let it out about my business life. It's awareness, and it's taking an extra few minutes to understanding what those buttons do once you start poking around privacy settings. That's a good point. And then when they change their privacy settings, I mean, it's not something where you can just click it and forget it, but people should check back at least periodically to say, here's what my privacy settings are, and Facebook's changed, and now I've got to make these decisions. Well, it's not only Facebook has changed. Software glitches, we've all had our computer suddenly do something really, really bizarre, and you go, what the hell was that? And you poke around, spend 15 minutes, and you find that seven layers deep, a couple of settings have changed for some inconceivable reason. If nothing else, check your privacy settings just because it's the smart thing to do because something can go wrong. You never know. And you need to sanity check it as well. You don't. You just don't want to set it and run away. Be somebody else. Have somebody else check it out to make sure that the way that you believe that you've set it, you've actually set it by using an independent third-party account who should, whose actions should reflect those settings that you've chosen. Well, the defaults seem to change every now and then. The default was this, and now the default's over there. And you hear about it, if you're lucky, in the news is how you hear about it, not through the postings or the new instructions or the video. And, and there, there's 
a section on LinkedIn for settings that's got lots of settings as well, lots of things that kind of require a little explanation. I think privacy settings is a language that's not particularly native to people. We're using terms that just aren't, you know, know, it's like stretching a new muscle. You know, boy, I haven't used that muscle in a while. I haven't used that word in a while. What is that word? You should use that muscle a little bit more often. Mike, you'll look a little better. Thank you. (laughs) Well, any. Anybody, any of your listeners that have ever bought any piece of technology and they've opened the manual, if they actually do an RTFM at all, they read it and it's often incomprehensible because it was written in some foreign language that was then translated marginally well at best and it makes huge levels of assumptions of the knowledge base of the user. When it comes to privacy, you have the same thing. You have to find the common denominator language. You have to talk to the, what I call the dumbest common denominator. And that is folks that are basically have a five, fifth to eighth grade education level. These are the users on the Internet. That These are the people that are getting victimized. And so it's part of our job as the quote-unquote high priest, the experts, to offer sound sage advice but in terms that they can understand for example when you uh, a vendor for example is selling products to a big company they have to make a business case for it we in our field should be doing the same thing to the individual making a business case as to why they should care about their own privacy and i think we as, as an industry have done a horrible job at doing it well, we got to take a quick break. I'm so excited about this conversation. We're actually going to be back in just a couple minutes, so stick with us. Win, hang out with us just a little bit longer, and we'll be right back. Let's keep rocking. Time to thank the sponsors that help keep us stay linked in to you. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for the Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with conversioncritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic Tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic Tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. $250,000 in cash prizes and all-year-long revenue share is what you can win when you enter the 2010 Internet Marketing World Cup competition. 
All competitors are rigorously screened to ensure the best competition and the best possible results. Before you tell others how to make it work for them, prove that your system actually works. Build your reputation in the competition that puts your system to the test and proves you are the best of the best. Sign up at www.internetmarketingworldcup.com. That's www.internetmarketingworldcup.com. Registration ends soon, so put your system to the test today. The WordPress Community Podcast, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Mike and Lori are back as they rock the world with LinkedIn, only on webmasterradio.fm. Great, so we're back from the break. Um, and I'm, I'm so excited to be speaking again with Winch Bartel. He's a privacy and security expert, has been in this field for, oh, can I say longer than I've been alive? Probably not. And no, I'm I've, been, to, I've, I've been involved in security since 1984. Wow. So as long as my daughter's been alive, that's it. That's, I used to, you know, I'm, I'm not even going to talk about age. So, you know, but, but actually, that's not a, a bad little segue. People assume that everybody on the Internet are the millennials, and we're not. You know, I'm 47 years old, and you've been doing the, into this business since 1984. Mike is a big 5-0 this year. Um, you know, people, there is a, such a broad spectrum of demographics, and you can't assume that the person you're talking to on the other side of the screen is just like you. So a lot of people get scared, though, Mike, and they talk about what? Well, when people are, are running scared out there, what they want to do is they want to, like, like run for cover. They want to shut things down. Right. So, Mark, you're too Shut it all down. down. Yeah. yeah. We, we had someone today that, that we had on the phone today that has seven followers and locks his tweets down. Seven followers locks his tweets down. Mark, big, big, big marketing organization. So on, on LinkedIn, you can do that as well. You can mark your profile as private, but that doesn't really mean that it's private, does it? No, it means that it doesn't show up in, in some listings and, th- and, and, and you'll show up with, without your name showing, but all of your data is always searchable as long as you're within the net. So when, if, if people can mark their profiles on LinkedIn as private and so that it masks their name to people who aren't connected to them, there are still ways to work around it. Is there really any way to completely protect yourself? Lie, cheat. Okay. Cheat. <laughs> um, I love it. <laughs> put up, put up the minimal information again. There's a big difference. LinkedIn, in my mindset, is much more of a business networking site. So what I'm going to put up there is not going to be pictures of my fat cat and descriptions of my, my latest uh, downhill travails on a ski slope. It's going to be business-oriented. And if you consider a business website, LinkedIn in many ways is a social networking website, and you're going to want to have the same kind of information out there uh, that you do when you are promoting your business, but no more. You have the same problem on any website. How much am I willing to tell? How much do I want out there or not? And just because there's a field that says, fill me in, 
doesn't mean you have to do it. Right. You don't have to do what this what the, what a website tells you. You can uh, you can be smart about it and make some intelligent decisions on your own. Well, there's a there's there are these the big thing is around passwords and getting access into stuff, and then once people get there, it, it, it's an, it's another thing. You got to get in the door. Isn't there some new technology with regard to passwords? I'm seeing this. No, sign in with Facebook. Sign in with Twitter. So I don't have to create another whole login, a password, and all that stuff. It sure seems simple. Well, th- that, that is a technology that goes back, that I first got exposed to in the mid-'80s, called single sign-on. And the principle was, I don't want to have 50 passwords. I want to be able to log into business resources, personal resources, whatever it is, do it once, and I can go and travel anywhere I want, and then the back end, the computers automatically know who I am. From a facility standpoint, that's really, really cool. However, we also know that users are abysmal when it comes to creating good, strong passwords and changing them and remembering them or writing them down. What happens is then you have a single point of failure. You lose that one, you've lost everything. And so there is a big trade-off. That's one thing I was always afraid of, was that I would forget my master password. Yeah, yeah forget who I am. <laughs> um, well, we've got fingerprints, we've got eyeball scans, and these, these things. They, they, face recognition. The face recognition pieces. What's coming along the way there? Well, biometric identification, we've been trying to build that into systems for, uh, for more than 20 years. And the problem is that the back-end systems, they just don't have it right now. Uh, there are some keyboards out there you can buy that have got uh, uh, fingerprint identification, sure. But what are you going to identify to? The vast majority of everything on the Internet today is still password-based. That's not a good thing. It's just the reality of it. So until there are stronger authentication, identification authentication mechanisms at the websites that people travel to until it is enforced at their end, we're going to be living with passwords. But now keep this in mind. What is the compelling reason for Amazon to invest millions and millions of dollars into a biometric authentication system? The business case isn't there, which forces the issues of security and privacy management back to the individual. Right. I don't like it, but that's that's the reality. Speaking of individuals, you know, one way that, that Mike and I like to connect with people um, on a human level is we, we love to talk to people about music. And I, I wanted to ask you real quick, I know that we had a quick conversation, something about Barry Manilow and Bette Midler. You met them? Oh, in my former life, yes. Uh, I used to be a record engineer and producer. Which favorite? qualifies me to be a privacy and security expert. There you go. Wait a minute. Oh, uh, Lori, Lori always wants to know, you know, what's on your iPod? What's, what's on the turntable right now? On the turntable right now is Ryman Simon from <laughs> uh, 1973. I haven't heard that name in a long time. What's wow. right next to it? What's right next to it is Cricklewood Green. 
You have got some eclectic wow. taste. I love it. And, and I was going to go with Almond Brothers or something along that line. You know, guessing. guessing. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I was there for recording the one in uh, Fillmore East, so I, I, I was there live and for the mixing. You are as cool as you seem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, Wynn, thank you so much for your for your time today. Is there one last little tip that you can give people that'll that'll say, yeah, that's something I can go do right now that I'll feel better about my privacy? Don't use passwords. Use passphrases. Pick the first letter of the first verse of a song you like, intersperse it with numbers that have nothing to do with you personally, and develop your own system of passphrases and your security and privacy will go way up because you cannot crack those types of uh, authentication mechanisms very easily. The front end, you've got to protect it. Some people can use. I can use that. I will do that myself. And he'll do it right now. Thank you so much for joining us on Rock the World today, Wynn. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us. No worries. Thank you. That's it for today. I can't believe we're down another show. This was a great show on privacy awareness. The interview with Wynn was incredible. And we can catch shows of Rock the World with LinkedIn. I'm going to be listening in every Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on webmasterradio.fm. And if I miss it, you know where I can get it? I do. There's a URL. Well, there's a there's a podcast on iTunes. Oh, iTunes is launching because the RSS feed. Oh, don't even go there. Oh, yeah. So here we go. We're not going there. I'll try and stop him for now. And that is it for another episode of Rock the World with 22. Thanks for joining our duet.